having a solid gym with the community really matters. Like I can't put that out there enough. If you are just going to, you know, a generic gym all the time and like you don't have a community in your bodybuilding, you want to get serious about it. Try to go to a bodybuilding gym and you're going to, you're never going to want to go back. Morning. Morning. All right. We all woke up this time. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, we're all here. We're all on time. Um, I actually this morning, so I would wake up. You did what, Tori? I set an alarm this morning, so I'd wake up on time. Oh, good. Good job. Okay. I'm um, here in body, not necessarily in mind. <laughs> yeah, you're less than three weeks out, aren't you? yeah and it feels like it (laughs) do you feel like you're getting that true suffer feeling this time around yes and no okay I'm definitely more brain dead than I've ever been so I know I'm low low compared to past preps um but I've been a lot more consistent which is good I've been adhering to the plan and like oh it's just the the low days are tough you guys know how it is (laughs) Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, it feels right. What are you doing right now in terms of like your diet and stuff? Because you are self-coached, right? So mm-hmm. what is kind of like, are you carb cycling right now? Is that what yeah. You're yeah. So um, I just have kind of a weird situation where my body doesn't digest protein that well if it gets super high. So I'm always going to probably have a little bit higher fats and carbs than maybe others just because I've tried it the other way and everything gets thrown off like the digestion my physique my mood it's just not worth it um but yeah relatively compared to my off season my carbs are really really low most are a few days in the row and on the weekend I'll have a high day that seems to be working well um high day meaning still the same prep foods but just like a lot more of them extra grains of rice yes the little grains or (laughs) potatoes or whatever but yeah you guys have seen some of my updates I'm not really posting as many now but yeah I feel like I'm where I need to be basically yeah you're looking freaky like your ratios I can't wait (laughs) like living through you sorry Allison oh I'm super excited your physique is like unreal Gabby thank you guys I know I wouldn't have been able to like make it this far even mentally without you both like I was even saying it you know I haven't done a prep where I've had like my prep girlies there like I've done most of them yeah with people that don't know what the heck's going on and my first prep I didn't even know what the heck was going on (laughs) so it was like there was no real support and I finally feel like yeah I've got my second and third sets of eyes and I've got lots of support so I'm super grateful and yeah, yeah. yeah and you're, I'm wondering if your like online support community has grown at all too like oh of course and stuff because um yeah like I guess you in your first couple preps like you were so new to it that you probably didn't really even know that as many people in the industry and now you're volunteering at all the shows and so mm-hmm. the online support community is huge in bodybuilding when you're in prep so and yeah, not absolutely. only that but I also feel like Gabby, like you 
personally, um, you have just supported so many other people. Like when I was in prep, like you were like such a main support for me. So I feel like it's like inevitable that your circle is going to grow because of you being so supportive of other people. So no thanks guys yeah I feel that too there for you even more so than from my own shows because I'm pretty much like a hermit on show day like I kind of isolate myself and like just focus on what my why is but being uh, a volunteer so many times that's really connected me to lots of people and yeah I haven't I started doing that after my last competition so I've never really been in prep with all of those people supporting me and now I feel like I have that too so it's so good. It's a beautiful thing. And that's like what we've talked about so many times, how important this community is. Yeah. So give us like some fun updates with like some of the fun stuff. So you're going to do your own tan this season. So that's mm-hmm. exciting. And Thanks tell to us about- you and your experience with ProTan. <laughs> Honestly, ProTan just should sponsor me because they're the GOAT. <laughs> I love their tan so much. I'm like literally wearing the base coat right now for yeah. summer glow. Yeah, but, um, I feel like I want to try that too, but I'm so excited. Just I just watched a few videos and stuff and I'm like, oh, it looks, it actually looks pretty straightforward. It and is. you guys know that like where the show venue is, it's actually not very close to where I live. Like it's in the same area, like the greater Vancouver area, but it's a little bit further out. So I was like, oh, I'm not looking forward to having to drive here and there and this and that for all the tanning times anyways. So it's just much more convenient to be able to do it at your own house. It honestly, it took so much stress off not having all those extra appointments. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're at a show with one of your friends, it can be fun to like go to the appointment together and stuff like that. But the past show that I did, it was like, I didn't even feel like I was competing that day. Like it felt so relaxed and so calm and just doing things in my own space because I'm such an anxious person. I don't know about you guys, but like on show day, I like I'm kind of numb with anxiety Mm -hmm. and it totally took that all away just doing it at my own house. So and it's so easy, like it's so fucking easy. Like Gabby, you'll see once you put this stuff on, it's flawless. Highly recommend for anybody. (laughs) Don't forget to not do your feet. Pardon me? I said, don't forget to not do your feet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Gabby. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll tell you a little, like, I'll chat with you about a little, like, well, I guess I'll just say it. If anyone's listening. Yeah. So I discovered when I did my tan, the best thing that I did was the very first layer of the base coat that I put on, I did my feet the very first one so I think that's two days out you start your tan so you do your base coat you just put a shitload of base coat on wear it overnight and then you're gonna rinse it off in the morning this is gonna be your one day out now Mm -hmm. so with that first hand two days out I tanned my feet and then I didn't tan them again after that and the, the tan on the feet was perfect just doing it once so that's okay. my tip. Yeah. That's a good pro tip. Yeah. I did them once in the first base coat and then I didn't do my feet again. I just kind of like blended it in and then they were like the perfect color, not too dark. Cause you know, the tan really like sticks on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I loved your, you should like for the list 
Drew said, don't know Ash wrote like the nicest little note with all the oh. step instructions. And there was one so we're like, put a shitload of it on. Like a shitload. <laughs> yeah. Like that is such an ash way to say <laughs> it. Yeah, I like but wrote you all the instructions. <laughs> it seems but- honestly really straightforward. So I'm looking it forward is. to doing that. And yeah, I know like my pasty ass is gonna need lots of layers. And I've had it. I think even during my last show, like my tan was, yeah, I did have some green and some funky colors in it, but it wasn't quite dark enough compared to some of the others on stage. Like I could have done another layer and been okay. Um, But like because of COVID and like all the things that went wrong with that prep, it was just like not an option at the end, like right before I jumped on stage. So yeah, I, I like the freedom of being able to do another layer if you like, if you need to, right? Yeah, and the top coat, it's a, I believe, so the base coat's a liquid, and then the top coat is going to be, I think it's a foam, the top coat. And so the top coat, it dries so fast, like you'll put it on and it's dry. There's no standing in front of the fans and stuff like that. So I actually got to the venue, and once I got to the venue, I compared myself with other girls that were tanned by the... um by the sponsored tanner and I realized I was probably a shade too light so I just quickly whipped it out and did a layer literally a couple minutes before I stepped on stage and it was good to go I love that yeah and then you have your suit coming too right yes (laughs) all the details guys yeah no it's all coming together no I want to know all the details about the suit because like suits are like my favorite favorite part of like bodybuilding so I will show you but I truthfully don't even know all the details I mean it is an upgraded version of my old suit with blue as everything like the essence of blue but I don't know how much the stoning was even like I'm not sure what the pattern or the exact tones are I have a lot of trust for who makes my suits though so yeah, I had uh, Krista from KH Customs make mine again, and I just really like her work. She's a Canadian artist as well, and I'm looking forward to meeting her when I go to Toronto. So, Hi. yeah, I'm like, I'm excited to see what it turns out to be. If it needs more stoning, I know I'm going to come to you, Allison. Okay, perfect. Because <laughs> I know you love to do them too. Oh, I love it. Like my uh, my client is going to be adding stones to her suit. Mm-hmm. Um, she has like a really nice suit, but it's from like seven years ago. Mm -hmm. So it had like the big full coverage bottoms, like for the Uh, suits. And she was well, maybe I can get them like altered or whatever, but it was just cheaper for her to get a new bottoms like made. And they have the same fabric because I think it's also KH Customs. I'm not sure actually, but it's so Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, no, Cage Customs does a lot of the girls in Canada. Yeah, they really do now. So, um, yeah, they've grown like crazy and I love their suits. So anyway, they made her a new bottoms and um, they they just arrived. So she's got to add stones to them and she just wants to add way more stones anyway to her suit. And uh, I just sent her a video a couple of videos and a voice note last night of like how to do it like how to glue on all the stones yourself and she's like I'm so excited I'm like oh I literally wish it was me doing it because <laughs> love I love it I love it if Honestly. you're if you're finished your other projects 
And I think it needs more. I will send it to you. You know, I have all the glue. I have all of the equipment. Yeah. And, it, and you can, it dries overnight. Like, I love type of glue. so I can like literally do it for you in like 45 minutes. Like if you need more stuff, like before the, sh- like the night before the show. So I'll bring all my crystals. I'll bring my glue. I can bring it all. And then we can like, you know give it some extra razzle dazzle if we want but we love yeah. it <laughs> yeah I am like that's like one thing I would love to do actually is like make suits but I'm not very good at sewing but I would just like part I should just partner with someone and do all the crystals and they can sew because yeah. I can sew oh I my god like let's, crystals let's start our own suit company I heavily, heavily thought about this like years ago and um, I bought a sewing machine and all that shit and then I went to go use it and it broke the first time I used it and then I just ended up getting rid of it um, and didn't end up doing it. I just feel like I feel like it would be another almost like passion project because there's so many suit companies now. Mm -hmm. So lots of people still need them. Oh, my God. That is true overall package bikinis mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that would be a cute name for a bikini company too i know overall package. Right. <laughs> nobody steal this idea <laughs> well we if we Trademarks. put it out there so everyone will know yeah everyone every all all how many i wonder i don't even know how many people listen to this but whoever's listening thank you for listening to us honestly yes big thank yous all around and if you do and you see me or any of us at a show please come up and chat with us yeah please we want to know yeah okay so oh go ahead no go ahead oh I was just gonna say for the listeners since we were we were talking about suits and it started with Gabby's suit so for those who don't know her suit was green like emerald green and she didn't have that many stones on it like it was mostly like maybe only like what 20 percent stone coverage or something yeah and you know honestly it was I was on a pretty tight student budget I had to get the top super extra custom size for my my old titties and I was just like you got you got adjusted the size yeah so now it's like same suit but different size hopefully yeah, everything's just, gonna fit they just literally made the cups smaller um well I, I think they ended up having to almost remake the top fully mm-hmm. because it's like anyways it was more complicated than oh. yeah than we thought but still like it was yeah it's the same suit essentially cool. <laughs> but with lots of blues because I was encouraged to maybe step away a little bit from the green um not because it was a bad color on me, but just sometimes with the tan, it can kind of bring out the green and tans. Right. And the judge's feedback that I got that from, it was from a show that my tan actually went super green. So I knew it was like, yeah, partially biased for that reason, but it is good to try out different colors. I'm not like hundred percent sold on one anyways. And did you send your bottoms in to get stones added as well? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I have a ton of blue stones, so I'll Ooh. bring them in if we feel like we want to add more. Because unless know. it's fully, fully gemmed, yeah, I don't like think if they- it is, 
but I yeah like I said I I just said like add lots like yeah, yeah. budget and just said like add lots of stones like so excited to see it you guys like I forgot that a few months ago I bought a suit on clearance when suit lady oh, yeah. our beloved beloved suit lady I don't know if she'd ever hear this but we had a local suit maker for over 20 years in BC and yeah. They didn't make it through the pandemic, and it was really sad. Was, um, so she so made some like, of my suits. Yeah, and they were awesome. I got all of my suits from, um, from her, except for like the two years that I had a suit sponsor. But for all the other four years, she made all my suits, and um, yeah, it was really nice. So anyway, she had a they had a big clearance sale, and. Um, they got rid of like a plain suit that only had a couple crystals on it. And I was like, I know who can work with me. <laughs> so yeah, and I, I bought a plain suit. So I'm going to crystal the crap out of it. And if I never end up wearing it, then I will sell it and somebody will have like a gorgeous, gorgeous suit out there. So it was yeah. uh, a royal blue that you bought? It was more like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't even know. You know, like, like a Caribbean like beach yeah like, like an ocean like where the water is like crystal but yeah, it's yeah. not like a greeny tone it's like true like ocean bright ocean blue like like a crystal pool of like bright blue water I don't know it's like kind of halfway between sky sky blue and royal blue I guess so okay. it's like a true blue um which what do you would gem it with yeah like with similar with blue like a, yeah there's this one oh my gosh I can't remember what it's called oh Capri blue so like yeah. um yeah. it's almost like a Santorini blue but a little bit like brighter like the Greek island you know yeah isn't Capri like, like isn't that an Italian Capri is like an it's island like coastal place yeah, yeah so it's probably based off that yeah oh, and so Capri, Capri blue there's these crystals they're like Swarovski crystals and it's like I've had my eye on that color for like those specific crystal color for such a long time. They're like, it's like punch you in the face blue and it's really nice. So anyway, if I just like hype it up enough, maybe I could like sell it if I don't, if I don't make it on stage with that suit. So we'll see. Yeah. But I'm sure you will, you know, um, we will see. I, well oh no just like no? I just really like my ankle is still not better like I'm mm -hmm. I was talking about this on my story and I'm like I know that I talk about it a lot so listeners are probably like get over it but it's like well it was <laughs> like, a huge part of your life <laughs> so yes. hard yeah like I was just listening to Courtney's um Court uh Courtney King so Chris Bumstead's fiance and melissa bumstead who's like dating ian valier so like they're really big people in like the bodybuilding world i don't know if anyone listens to it but they started a podcast called the giver podcast and um both of them left bodybuilding after years and i mean they went to the olympia they went to the arnold's like courtney won the miss bikini olympia and stuff and like she had to stop competing because her health like like completely fell apart after she won the Olympia and I'm literally like halfway through that episode and I was listening to it last night and she's like well my whole identity was like taken away from me and I'm like that's what I feel like happened with me because 
everyone, even when I still go out here and I meet like a friend of a friend, they're like, oh, you're the bodybuilder. I've seen you. And it's like random people from my small town that like, oh, I've seen you online. You're the bodybuilder. And so, and I'm like, yeah, I am still, I hope like, and I am, it's just, uh, it's just hard. It's really hard to, um, like I went swimming yesterday morning with my sister and even just kicking through the water, like that pressure that even just that put on my ankle, like I was limping all day. So there's like, and I can't wear the heels longer than about, you know, 15 seconds of just standing, let alone walking and posing and yeah, an hour on the step mill and like fully training legs. And like, I, there's no way that I would have been able to prep yet properly. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I could have done it, but I, I would have probably like really hurt myself long-term. So I don't know. Even to go back on stage and have to push yourself through how long the callouts and stuff are. Yeah, Yeah, like exactly. I I would damage something in my foot long-term to the point where I'd be, yeah. So it's just, it's tough. Like it's tough to like, look at all the suits I have at home. Like my beautiful turquoise suit that I love more than anything in the world. And then even my like dark purple and gold one. And now I've got this blue one and I'm like, I just want to wear them all again. But like, I don't, I just don't know when that will be, but yeah. Well, that's okay because everyone (laughs) is, we're kind of like segueing into what we were thinking of talking about, but like literally you're leveling up in so many areas of life, right. That aren't necessarily directly related to prep. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Well, that's just it. Like, it feels like in other ways I'm growing um, in other aspects of my health that like you can't address when you're prepping all of the time. Like you can't fully address like your digestion as well. Like you can like there. Okay. So for example, with the way that I coach and the way that I like my clients to eat and everything, like I'm trying to ensure that for whatever calories they're on, particularly when they're prepping, let's say that they're on like really low calories. um, I'm trying to ensure that they're getting the maximum like nutrients possible, like from the food that they're eating and trying to ensure that they're getting adequate fiber, they're getting adequate healthy fats, like, and trying to like, I guess, manage their, digestion and their overall health and everything like through prep but really that's all you're doing is like damage control you're not actually you're not actually eating you can't progress you can't progress you can't get better in your digestive issues and you can't get better in your health and in your like hormonal health and all these things like when you're prepping like you should just be doing everything you can to be maintaining whatever like shreds of like digestive health or hormone health that you have left like yeah you're not gonna go improve that no and he's like I know yeah straight up and so today (laughs) (laughs) that's not even a joke at the end of prep like one of my clients was like one time was like well I'm really not pooping a lot and I was like oh that's normal she's like oh really and I was like oh yeah like your body's trying to suck every last calorie out of that (laughs) yeah yeah so like that's one thing that I can do now and so I've had like long off seasons in my like six years that I competed 
I had longer off seasons. And so there's certainly like areas that I got better in like, but I mean, keep in mind, you prep for like four or five months. It takes about four or five months getting out of, of your prep to start actually being somewhat more normal. But I would argue to say longer, like everyone says, like it takes about as long as you're in prep than it does to get out. But from my experience, um, it's longer. Mm. Like, to actually go back to 100% normal and we've all done it we've all had an off season like over a year and yeah. to like actually get back to feeling 100% normal like normal normal like like a normal functioning body I would say takes probably six months like really to like get to a point where you're like oh like everything feels like my digestion is really working again and, and but that's just like at least um to me I don't know that maybe that's just like my experience but um so that's like something that I can actually do now like that I'm not prepping mm-hmm. and I don't have a prep again upcoming because at least not yet because that was the thing about every off season I did in the past was that I would do my prep and then I would reverse out and then maybe I had six more months of off season, but I always knew a prep was coming. So there was always some like aspect of like still controlling my diet and my training and my food and all of this stuff, like within the exact same structure that can cause a lot of like, I don't know, I guess prep can cause digestive issues simply because of like the lack of food. But um, does that make sense? Well, now you're like mentally in a different place where you're not mentally like already pre-planning a prep or mentally yeah, exactly. being, like, in that mindset where like, oh, a prep's coming or whatever. Now you're like, okay, now yeah. that's cleared out of your mind. That stress is gone. And now you're able to just literally focus on your health. Yeah. Which and it's so I've been focusing exactly. on, but it's been like almost half and half, you know, because yeah, you have yeah. been trying to focus on like starting yeah. a prep again. I mean, you yeah. just almost did it again, right? No, I did. I prepped for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But so it's exactly like I could still focus on my health, like anyone who's like still in the off season. But if you have an upcoming prep and you're competitive in the sport, like, yeah, you can focus on your health and like say, oh, it's my number one priority right now. But if in the back of your head, your physique and your upcoming prep is like in your mind like that is going to overshadow a lot of the choices you make because mm-hmm. I really um, like the way that you put it Allison is like you have your physique and then you have like your body and if mm-hmm. you're always focusing on your physique it takes away from focusing on your body and yeah. if you always are focusing just on your physique and you put your body on the back burner like that is when like serious health issues can arise yeah mm-hmm. because and they I are would- not the same thing yeah and I would go to say too is like especially being in prep again now like even if you're doing things the healthiest or the best way possible you know adding in refeeds or making sure you hit your fiber and your micros and water and sleeping well and everything you're still at the end of the day in a pretty significant deficit and when you're in a deficit your body's not looking to improve itself like and heal anything it's like literally damage control like you said survival mode yeah making shit happen but just barely and it's yeah even upcoming into the prep your body almost if you've done it before I feel like you anticipate all of those things you're going to go through and it can already start to stress you out before you're in it literally 
that's, that's actually exactly. that's so true yeah like your body yeah. knows when you're yeah how you're how you're thinking and what you're about to do like you can really yeah. anticipate these things so yeah. I don't know I was, like scared to start prep again I was like holy like why am I so nervous and it was like oh because I know what I'm about to put myself through yeah so, yeah it's yeah that's why like I was at the beginning of the year partially like thinking oh like I don't even know if I want to prep again and like saying all these things I know <laughs> I know what it's like like I know but once I did, you do but... it you get all excited and you're like into it and it just has to be the right time and stuff yeah. Yeah. So that being said, Allison, because our topic today is like leveling up. So with all that being said, how are you utilizing all this to progress in now your daily life with your health? Well, yeah. So one thing I was just going to add when you said physique versus body is that in, in, like in terms of leveling up, right? So when you want to level up your physique, it requires a level of like dedication and a level of focus and a level of like sacrifice and commitment like to your physique right but there are like everything has a cost so everything every single thing in life has a cost so if I prioritize my physique like yes my body is going to be sacrificed like my health is going to be sacrificed or my mental health or my social life or any of these things right like but if I focus on my body and my health so here's the thing if like let's just say how he, like how a human being is like supposed to be like what if you like if you were like charged like to take care of a human like what would you give them you would give them water you would give them nutritious food you would make sure they got adequate exercise and adequate rest like as if it was like a science experiment like what does a human need and so if you think of like a healthy human being specimen that takes that is taken care of like their physique is going to look really good like think about like just like like it takes care of itself and it's so crazy that in the last couple months since I was forced to just take care of my ankle and you know take care of my body and then also like my digestive issues that arose like a year ago like still we're not fully better. And so I'm like, okay, so now I really need to focus on my digestion and my food and all these things. And so I've hardly focused on being a bodybuilder and instead just focused on my health. And I feel like my physique is just following. Yeah. Um, Because I'm doing what you should do to be a healthy human being. And so I think that's been a really big lesson for me, like, yes, I have a base of muscle that I've built over years. So there is definitely like, I have a structured physique, like underneath any of my like off season, like body fat. Right. But, um, I don't even want to call it that just like the fat on my body because uh, right now off season or not, like humans should have fat on their body. So like, I guess I just want to word that a little differently, but, um, I would say that like, in a way, by leveling up my focus on health like my physique is just following and it's been a huge like um I guess almost like realize it's not like I didn't know that like I've always known that and I've always said that like if you just take care of yourself like the body will follow Mm -hmm. but I guess now that I'm just like fully experiencing it to like a different degree like it makes me feel so much more connected to like my client's journey 
and like mm. how I want to coach and everything too. Um, I like that that you said that yeah. too. So that's I something think- that I said to my clients too. Like, yeah, like a lot of my clients just wanted to be healthy, and I'd be like, "Hey, if you just like really focus on actually feeding your body properly, actually moving your body properly, like actually drinking water, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The physique will come along with that. It literally does. Like, you don't even have to try. Like, and like you do. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, you do. You have to try. You have to do the things. You have to do yeah. them. But when the body isn't the focus anymore, um, the physique, sorry, isn't the focus anymore, like, and the body is, like, it just comes with it. But, like, but that is under the understanding that you are moving your body, like, probably doing some kind of weight training activity or resistance activity three days a week and going for a walk at least, you know, or a run, like, three or four days a week or something, like, and that's about it. Like, you do not need to train, like, six hours a week like yeah. no it's I true mean, like six days a week like two hours a day or something so and I think it goes both ways too like because I obviously I'm in the mindset of prep but like yeah. to be healthy and to be a generally like like you said a healthy normal what a person should be given given the healthiest situation like it's the same for prep but opposite like losing your fat and dropping down it shouldn't yeah. be that difficult right you just have to be moving a little more, eating a little less. Like it's, it's actually quite simple, right? Yeah. I've heard it worded before where like, if there was a person who was medically obese, how would you get that person to drop body fat? Oh, well, you would have them eat more nutritious, but in a deficit and you'd have them move more. That's it. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing for the most part, really. We just, it's literally the same. a little bit. Yeah. It's literally the same if you're like, in terms of the dieting, if you're like medically obese or you're in a prep, choose nutritious foods and be in a deficit. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. it's not that hard. It's but like it the is. same, it's like the same, but different. Like if you're focusing on your body to be healthy, then a nice physique is going to come with it. But if you're mm-hmm. focusing on your physique, well, the nice physique is going to come with it too, right? So yeah. either way, whatever your goal is, if you're properly doing it, you're going to come out feeling and well not in the prep but you're gonna come out (laughs) looking good too yeah Yeah. because I don't know I mean there is such a focus on like looking good looking good like how does my body look how does my body look and like I don't know I just I wish that like I don't know how to explain this but I wish that there was less of it in bodybuilding well, I mean, and that I know is what is. bodybuilding is, though. I know, That's but, like, no, I'm not trying to, um, uh, I wish that there was, like, a separation between, like, dieting for a show and, like, just people need to understand that, like, prep bodies and your normal body are completely two different things. And I just wish that that was, like, so much more abundantly clear because somebody could like look at my body right now and be like well she doesn't have like you know any like lines in her shoulders or like her abs are like barely there or you know like she's got off-season fluff or whatever whatever somebody might say right I don't know I don't care but I mean I just wish that people understood that like that is literally normal 
especially if you want to like do the sport a long time. I know I bring this up all the time, but it's just that they're totally completely different things. Like I look at pictures of me when I was shredded, like peeled to the bone. And I'm like, I could easily just go do that again. Yeah. But it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I know. I feel like, I feel like this is just a feeling, <laughs> but I feel like because competing and bodybuilding has come to the masses so much that there is a lot of miscommunicate or misunderstanding about the sport when it comes to like general public people because it's so out there like if you look at like back in the 60s 70s how many like normal regular people really knew who any bodybuilder is walk into any place and ask people who bumstead is like everyone knows right so I feel like because more of like general public knows what bodybuilding is now they have this like thinking that that is the way that we always look but if you're in the sport truly in it you know that's not right yeah I feel like also too to be at a high level in the sport now you have to be insane like you really do so a lot of these top people um kind of do sit there year-round too now like there is a lot of them that do that yeah sometimes that's hard too to see like top pros that are like always in this shredded state can Mm. kind of mess with people too yeah so one of my one of my girlfriends she's competed oh my god maybe once I'm sorry if you listen to this I'm sorry but she she even won her show um but she is in the off season and it's been quite a long time that she's been in the off season And she's like kind of the same thing. She doesn't know when she's going to prep again next, but she knows she wants to do it again. But she's been off for so long that she's like, I don't even feel like a bodybuilder anymore. And I'm like, what? You totally are. And like, to me, I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. Of course you are. You're just in the off season. But myself, I'm going through the same thing. I'm like, oh, I'm not even a bodybuilder because I'm not prepping. And I think that like, I don't know. I just, just because you don't look like a top pro doesn't mean you're not a bodybuilder. I just... I literally listening to know that. <laughs> I literally had this little like conversation with myself the other day when I was going to the gym too. And I said the same thing. I'm like, you're still a bodybuilder. Like you still are. You still train. You still like watch what you eat. You still love the sport. You know, like just because you're not on stage, like there's some pros that take years off and they're yeah. still considered a bodybuilder. Like, for instance, like I would never look at Narman and be like oh she's not a bodybuilder but like when the fuck was the last time she was on stage yeah you know yeah so but that's because you're still you know even if your goals and your training like ash right now like aren't directly related to bikini or even closely connected to next time you're going to step on stage you are still pushing yourself to your limits every time you're in there Mm -hmm. i mean to the point that your back decided to give out again the other week yeah like that's how is that looking for you like you're in a new gym in a new city how do you feel you're leveling up in in your training and in that way yeah so I don't think I really talked about it on here at all but I decided to take a huge life leap and I moved off the island and I am now living in Kelowna and I'm going to a new 
I guess I would say like a more bodybuilding focused gym and it's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Yeah. And I reached out to one of my Instagram friends who um, her physique is absolutely amazing. I'm so obsessed with it. She's in the middle of like bikini and wellness. She was a bikini competitor who I think, I don't know what she's doing now in terms of competing. I don't know if she is anymore or not, but I love her physique so much. And I watched her go from like, I don't know, my size to in between almost a wellness girl. And I was like, I want that. (laughs) So so you want that look, right? Yes. I feel like I don't, I don't think I will never compete again. I feel like I will be back there one day because (laughs) this is so silly, but um, I really want to wear that purple suit with my tits. (laughs) Yep, you got, got some it. unfinished business there. Yes. I would. Um, so I really want to wear the suit again. And like I yeah, we'll see if I end up on stage again. But I um I just want to shift my focus. I feel like I was really losing my love for just training in general because in bikini it is such a specific look that you really do get put into a box if your body naturally doesn't fit into that which unfortunately I'm like really quad dominant or I was anyways so I haven't trained legs directly in like four years which is what brought me to the gym in the first place so Mm -hmm. I feel like I just really needed to in the midst of all this change like everything has changed in my life like everything It's been really overwhelming and I just feel like I needed to come back to like the core of me in this time. Sounds so cheesy. No, but but it's true. Yeah. So I reached out to this girl and I asked, she's a coach as well. Let me get her name so I can, um, I know her name is Kat, but let me get her Instagram name for you guys. She was so quick. I messaged her in the morning and I asked her to make me a program. She had it to me that night. It's like very in-depth it's fucking awesome and we're just really focusing on just really heavy progressive overload really basic training but it's like when I'm in there I'm like having the best time of my life (laughs) again I'm squatting I'm doing all the things okay her Instagram name is attitude with a k underscore that's her she's so cute and um yeah so I just really shifted my focus on my training and I just kind of want to train for me and build my physique for me I feel like because I've had so much pressure with competing for so long which I loved by the way um yeah I just needed a new goal my goal has been the same for man I started competing in 2015 and my goal has just been the same for so long. And I also feel like Eight the years. sports. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the sports progressed in a way that like I love it. Like I love the look of bikini now. I just don't feel like that's what I want to look like anymore. And I and don't fair. like yeah, and I don't like seeing myself get that lean either. Cause I it put me in a weird mental place last time. 
that like I was upset that I lost the physique that I had you know mm-hmm. because of prepping so yeah I think an interesting part to mention too right because you diet down to a place where we I think we've talked about too like you just don't really feel as feminine right in many ways yeah and the last time you prepped as well like you prepped bald yeah which is also maybe another factor right and like is totally a different unique like ballsy look that you brought and it was loved by so many but I can see how like yeah even just going in through those dark days of prep where you're looking at your physique and you're like who is this person like I don't recognize who I'm staring at right yeah a hundred percent that that yeah I feel like that could have been a huge part of it too because like I was like this bald skinny little rat (laughs) no you weren't (laughs) (laughs) but um that's how I felt so I just yeah I don't think I want to put myself at this point in my life, like I'll never say never. Yeah. Competing is like a passion of mine. I love it so much. I still want to be involved. And that's where I started telling myself, like, I'm still a bodybuilder, you know? So yeah, I'm just excited to kind of like see where that takes me. And I feel like right now it's just like mentally and emotionally where I need to be. Mm-hmm. So it's just helping me feel like I'm leveling up in a way yeah no I think taking a step in a whole new direction but still doing the things you love is one of the best ways to level up like if you walk too far off the course of like things that you love you're like oh like maybe I'll just go try painting in this strange city for a year like cool maybe it'll work for you but that's pretty far out there right you're still doing something in the realm of what you love And you're in a place that a new place that's connected to more family. And like, you really, I believe, took a step in the right direction for leveling up for you. I swear a year from now, it's not even going to be close to the same Ash. Like, I know I've been here for two, two and a half weeks. And I already feel like I'm coming into my own self more. Mm -hmm. Um, I was living on Vancouver Island before and it just wasn't really the pace I needed or the vibe like I didn't really like fit in there and I felt really like lost there yeah and it really did kill my soul like I felt not myself like at all like I was like a shell of a human and I already feel like I'm coming back to that being here just being surrounded by like the same type of people as me and I really enjoy that so yeah going to this new gym the equipment so awesome so cool I I really want you guys to come visit me so we can train there it's I will awesome. like I walked out of there my shoulders like it's hard for me to feel the specific shoulder muscles get sore and I'm not not even exaggerating my last shoulder day like I could like poke the shoulder and be like "Ooh, that one's sore Ooh, that one's sore <laughs> it was awesome that's the best those workouts are the best and yeah. having a solid gym with the community really matters. Like I can't put that out there enough. If you are just going to, you know, a generic gym all the time and like you don't have a community in your bodybuilding, you want to get serious about it. Try to go to a bodybuilding gym and you're going to, you're never going to want to go back. <laughs> like, no, I st- like it was like, it was like 10, 10 30 in the morning the other day. Mm-hmm. And there was like a bunch of like huge jacked dudes, like in their underwear posing and I was just like I love this like I'm in the right place I literally love this like everyone in there 
like my first probably week there every time I went in there I was like either holding back tears or like just so anxious um I guess I'll like dive a little bit into that part too just about like when you are making these huge changes like things are gonna be so scary like I've been living in an anxious state almost for two weeks but sometimes you have to push yourself into those places because if you're not uncomfortable you're not growing and that was the thing with the island I got so complacent and so comfortable there that I felt so lost so now coming into this new gym where everything is new everyone is in shape like I walked in like in my old gym I was like one of the most in shape girls there this new gym I'm like I'm like the weak link in the gym and I'm okay with that because it's motivating me (laughs) to be better but yeah you're not going to get anywhere if you're always just comfortable so push yourself into those weird places that you don't want to go because like I had to I had to have a little cry in the bathroom a few times in that gym and I just came back out and continued my workout yeah I'm walking in there and people are already knowing who I am and I'm feeling more comfortable and I'm having fun in there so push yourself to level up that's my I think that's a beautiful testament honestly yeah and it's not always pretty to like this is the (laughs) this is the shit that you don't see on social media for the most part, but like we still talk about, right. It's like always going to be easy going into that new gym or like going into that new workforce or like that new city that you're moving to. Of course not, but have those cries push through. And the next thing you know, you're going to feel more yourself. If, if you're doing it for reasons that are true to you, right. You're not doing it for someone else. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, Gabby you're leveling up in prep like you literally you have leveled up so much this prep in mindset in community in physique in Mm. training and approach in dieting in all of these aspects and like it has been really freaking hard for you like in some aspects but because you have to take yourself to like another level but you are leveled up because of it and like I'm finally leveling up in my health like yeah every year I kind of like took care of my health a little bit more and more and more but now I'm like okay like if my body and is telling me to like level up in my health like I have to level up and it's been freaking hard and yeah the tears and the crying and like the acceptance that this is what I have to work on and stuff but like my health is way better now and like Ashley, you're leveling up with like moving and making choices for yourself and where you're going and how you want to train and how you want to live. And yeah, like you've had to cry because of it. And like, yeah, so it's just, there's a lot there, but it's like, there's a lot of difficulty to level up, but we've all done it in different aspects right now. So. And I think it's, relatable for a number of people that I would consider friends or like acquaintances too I've seen girls moving across the world to change like to get a new perspective and a really a fresh start and yeah lots of bodybuilders taking this year off to like truly heal themselves from the inside out and I think that's it's a good message for all of us a good reminder that it is okay to you're not define yourself by a certain place or like even the idea of being a bodybuilder like it you don't always have to look like one to be one that's for sure I'm glad I'm glad you guys touched on that more too yeah so um just because we didn't dive too much into your leveling up Gabby what is your like 
number one advice for the girlies in prep, maybe feeling a little bit on their low side? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to be the hard ass here and just say like, if you have any energy, like, okay, I'll just put, I'll put it this way. Make sure you are sleeping, make sure you're resting, do all of those things that are necessary because they are. But if you're out there and you have the option of walking or taking the bus or getting a ride, just walk. If you're on your cardio and you have the option of pushing yourself to one more level, a little bit harder, just do it. Like just those little things are what's going to make the difference. And you'll know it. If you're taking it easy on your cardio or taking it easy in your training, you will know inside and on your show day, you're going to say, I did not give my all. Yeah. And nobody wants to be there on show day. Like if you're serious about, you know, the whole competitive aspect of the sport, if you're there to step on stage and enjoy it and just say, look, like I want to enjoy this day and the prep was fun. And like, I had a good time and look what I've done. Like as a transformation, I'm happy for you, but that's not how I compete. So it's just like those little things every single day. That's how you level up. It's not some major change from any past prep for me. I'm still doing the same things, but I know inside and I recognize if I'm not doing enough and I tell myself like, no, you're going to do a little more. Yeah. I like it's like, don't fucking cut corners. Yeah. Well, I don't think I ever fully cut corners, but I also never pushed myself to that limit when I was in this, like when I had to do the things, like I still did the things, but it wasn't like, okay, I can go a little bit harder Yeah. or like I would justify and say like, oh, I already did my cardio today. So I don't have to walk that extra 20 minutes from the bus stop or something. Like I'll just get a ride where it's like, no, like more steps. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm going to take that time, get more steps in and rest well when I sleep tonight. Right. Yeah. I like that. I, but I also want to clarify that this is not if your coach gives you 40 minutes of cardio, don't do 60. Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> That's the parameters of your coach, yeah. but make sure those 40 minutes count, like push yourself. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's kind of my little tip. Like, and yeah, if you're feeling really low about it, just know that you still chose this life. Like prep is your choice and yeah. you're going to thank yourself for pushing yourself hard opposed to saying, oh, I can take it easy today. And another day I'll push myself harder. Like, no, (laughs) this is how you love yourself in prep. Yes. It's a different beast. (laughs) Discipline is the highest form of self-love. It's so true. Yes. Unless your gut health is thrown off, then feel that first. (laughs) Take care of it. Um, I have to run. I'm so sorry. It's time to start my day. I'm going camping. Yay! Thanks. Enjoy the wilderness as Ashton and I enjoy our city life. Yes. Okay. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Overall Package Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Overall Package Podcast. And I'm Astronaut Fit. I'm Allison Ann Fitness. And I'm at Gabrielle Folietta. Okay. Thanks for loving us.